Hello, my lovelies. We have another episode today. I'm really excited to share with you and talk about, as you know, every episode, we're going to have a question. The whole point of that question is to leave it with you, to talk about it, to investigate it, and to give you something to chew on. Hopefully I challenge you. Hopefully I make you think. Maybe I piss you off. That could be a good thing. I'm willing to go there if you are. Um, I'm also willing to instigate you diving deeper because the whole point of this is identity and love in that identity, figuring out who you are and exploring with that, digging deeper with that and going into the depths of who you are. So let's talk about it. What are we going to get into today? We're going to talk about, is my heart open? That's the question I'm going to start with. And that's the question I'm going to end with. Is my heart open? That's the question I want you to ask yourself today. So what does that mean? What are we talking about, lady? Why are we talking about my heart and who the heck are you? And why do you think it's okay to talk to me about this? I've been hurt. I've been through a lot. You, you don't know my story. You know, I may not know your story, but I know a lot of stories and they're all individual. They're all important. They all matter. And at the end of the day, we all have a story and it's that story that either makes us or breaks us. And what I do find through engaging with people, coaching with people, doing life is that a lot of people close their heart. It's really unfortunate. They think they're doing themselves a service. I think they're doing a really good thing. Hey, this hurt injured me. And now it's a mound of fleshy, pussy grossness. And I don't want to expose it. I get it. I understand why you don't want to address that. But I encourage you, the best thing you can do is lance that wound. So that's a big dive. Get it? We don't have to go right there. But we will get there at some point if you want the healing you're looking for. There's no getting around it. But let's uh, let's dance a little bit. So let's talk about what would my heart be open to? What are we talking about here, Lynette? Are we talking about love, challenge, growth, change? What are we talking about? What does my heart need to be open to? I'm going to tell you it needs to be open to all those things. Because in order for you to know who you are, and to give that away and to enjoy it, you gotta be open. Your heart has to be in a place where it says, you know what? Yes. I say yes. A lot of people, when hurt happens, no is their dominant voice. And they may not say it with their mouth, actually. They may only say it with their internal voice. Some get really quiet. Some get demonstratively loud. And they are aggressive with their no. Some, they may say yes to a lot of things or a lot of people, but they're not actually open in their heart. They're just saying the yes to satiate the situation and actually to avoid the truth of the bottom line of what's happening inside of them. It's kind of like a defense mechanism, right? It's the kind of thing, if I keep them busy enough, if I keep everybody happy, then I don't have to face the underlying pain that I'm in, or I don't have to let them in all the way. I can just say yes to make them happy with my choice. And I'm here to tell you that wears out. It wears you out and it's not fulfilling. It's not giving you an opportunity to be, and that's tricky. Okay. Most people function and they are, but they don't 
sit and be. And that doesn't mean you just lie on a beach, don't engage with your life, don't advance, don't have a family, don't have a job. No, 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 no. What it is, is you in the fullness of who you are saying, yes, this is me. And I'm going to love myself well, and I'm going to love others well. So that, as you know, hopefully by this time, and if not, <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in or whatever the case may be, that is what this whole Love Identity podcast is about, helping you discover how to, how you view, give, receive, and value love for yourself and others. At the end of the day, our goal in life needs to be, how do I love really well? If that's the only thing we do, loving well, I'd be pretty proud. I actually saw a friend recently and we were talking about her and her challenges and the different things in her life. And she said, at the end of the day, if people just know me, they hear my name and they think, you know, that woman, she really loved me well. She did things well for me. She made me feel like I was loved and that I mattered. If that's all my story is, I'm good with that. And I thought, well, first of all, that already is your story. <laughs> that was her story. Um, and I thought, yeah, that's what we're all doing. And there's varying degrees of what that is. But I'm going to tell you right now, if your heart isn't open, if you are protecting yourself beyond the boundaries of what you should, you're not loving well, and you're certainly not receiving love well. So let's talk about for a minute, why? Why would we close our hearts? Why would we do that? Kind of alluded to it in the very beginning, but let's dig deeper. You obviously got hurt. Um, when I was matchmaking, uh, one of the things that would drive me nuts is if somebody would say, I'm never going to hurt you. And I would say, not possible. You're human. So you can't tell another human being, I'll never hurt you. As a matter of fact, you might as well just start conversations with, hi, I am a human being. This is my name. And at some point I will let you down, disappoint you or hurt you because it's what I do. Now, obviously, let's not be those people. Let's do our best not to do that. But at the end of the day, peeps, there's, there's no getting around it. We're going we're gonna to hurt people because we hurt at times. Brokenness causes brokenness. Hurt comes at you with hurt. It is part of the mindset of survival. It's part of that fight or flight. It's all of those things. And obviously the healthier we get as humans, the more we come to terms with, we understand our insecurities. We understand our failings and our places where we come out fighting or biting, right? Maybe both. And we take ownership and we go, Hey, you know what? I totally did that. I suck. I'm so sorry. I'm going to do better next time. How can I, you know, rectify it if it's possible? And will you forgive me? Um, that's the healthy way to pretend that we just do everything perfectly. That's BS. I'm just going to call BS right there. Those people don't exist. And if they try to tell you they do, they're again, full of BS. That's not a thing. We are human, but we certainly rise as humans, right? So if our heart is open, what does that look like? Well, we're not fearless people. That, that's not what a heart that's open looks like. That You know what? I don't say no to anything. I just jump off every cliff. I climb every mountain. I say yes to every relationship. I'm just the massive risk taker and my heart's out there to be pummeled. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. That's that's adrenaline junkie ship. That's not, that's not just an open heart. 
What I'm talking about is a heart that says, I need, I want, I will. What need, want, and will? What, what is that, Lynette? What are you talking about? Well, I need things. I need people. I need relationship. I need connection. I need to be a part of something. Maybe a few things, depending on who you are. In our, as we dive deeper into identity mindsets, which I'll be introducing into if I haven't already, if you haven't heard those words, you're going to hear them a lot around here. It's part of what we do. But ultimately, our love identity is that basis of, I recognize, I need, I want, and I will. And let's, let's figure that out. Okay, so what do, I, what do I want? I want a lot of things. And a lot of times people get stuck here. You know, they're, they're hearing the voices that are constantly saying, you know, make the lists, do the things, write down all the, the issues that you want rectified, write down what you deserve in this life. What do you want? How much money do you want to make? How many cars do you need? Not even need, want. Um, what do you want your husband to be like? What do you want your wife to be like? What do you foresee? And all these things are great. Listen, I'm a big advocate of visualization. I'm a big advocate of vision boards. I love them. And there's lots of reason I love them because we are created in the image of visualization. We'll talk about that another time. But at the end of the day, we have to really come down to the, what does my heart want first? We can fill it with all the stuff all day long. And what we have a tendency to do is we want people in our life to fulfill the parts that we lack. And so we will invite relationships that do that. So what does that look like? If you have daddy issues, you're going to go for guys that are going to be not the best for you. Why? Because you don't have a foundation of what a good dad is. And so you're looking for a fulfillment in something, which a guy isn't actually supposed to fill. That's weird, but it's true. Um, and so here you go in a, in a long line, more than likely of bad relationships, guys that do not know how to treat you well. Why? Because you don't have an understanding of what you actually want in that area. You haven't had anybody to show the way. And if you haven't stepped in and advocated for your own heart by now, guess what? You're trying to get somebody else to fill that need, that want, right? It's a need and a want in that scenario, but it is really a want. I want somebody to be A, B, or C. And there's some goodness in that. Listen, I can't tell you how much, you know, people are writing the lists. And again, there's some beauty in that. I think we do need to engage and ask ourselves those questions and dig deep, but it really comes down to what does your heart want? Your heart wants to be seen and heard. That's what your heart wants. How do you get that? You have to start with you and your God. Honestly, it has to start there. It has to be at a place where it doesn't matter what all the other humans see. It, it matters what I see and what God sees. And starting from God's perspective is going to be a lot better. I'm just going to tell you that right now. If you start just with what you see, I promise you, you'll be disappointed. I know you will be because we are human and we're frail and we're faulty and our filter gets dirty. But perfect love, which is God represented, that's not what he sees. He sees purity of you. 
He sees your heart as it was created. He sees your potential. He sees your greatness. So if we were to want to see that for ourselves, see our greatness, what is our greatness? Is it what we achieve in this life? Yeah, it might be connected to that. But our greatness is really what makes us. We are an individual, an, a uh, fingerprint that nobody else has. Literally, our fingers are that unique. But actually, our mix, our gift mix, our abilities, our anointings, our calls, our attributes are individual. We're the only one of our kind. Past, present, future, the only one. There might be similarities. Heck, doppelganger, right? That's a thing they say. Identical twins. There's all these things, but still, even with identical DNA, there's still differences. You are unique. You are special. And the heart that you have matters. So what would happen if you chose to care for that heart in a way that it did matter? And then you challenge yourself in the place. Is my heart open? Because if my heart is closed, I don't get the fullness. I am not sharing my greatness and I'm also not receiving the greatness of others. And there is a barrier and it is stopping me from engaging fully with this life. I'm sure you've all met them, right? Lots of people walking around with closed hearts. These days you find them everywhere. They like to troll. They like to complain. They like to worry. They like to hide. They like to tear down. And that's fear, peeps. That's all that is. That is their fear. That is their experience building up these great barriers to protect themselves. And they think they're doing such a good job. I don't know if we have any Poldark fans out there, but my husband and I are watching the Poldark series right now. It's his first time, my second time. I finally was like, you know what? I actually think you would like this series. So come watch it with me. And he's digging it. So we're in the second season and Spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen it and get on board with me, sisters and friends that are watching it currently or have seen it. But the reality is George, the ultimate bad guy, right? Like the to your face trying to be cordial. And plus it was in the 1800s. So, you know, they spoke so beautifully and eloquently and you think, oh, your words are so beautiful. And actually you're killing me right now. Um, but I'm watching him and I'm watching himself set himself up over and over again. Why? Because George's identity, for those of you who don't know, he came from nothing, made himself something through money. But back then in England, you didn't have the credence with the breeding. And so you're really not the thing, but you're trying to be the thing and people will accept you, but they're still like, yeah, you're not bred well. You came from a blacksmith. But at the end of the day, George has spent his entire life to be something. His identity as blacksmith's grandson wasn't enough. And he's like, I gotta be more than this. So he works his little self to the bone and achieves greatness as far as monetary goes. But the dude is sucking at relationship. And what's so sad is you can see the hunger in him. He so wants to be accepted for who he is. He doesn't really want his money to speak for him. He actually wants his heart to speak for him, but he can't do it. His heart is not open. I know he's pretend, I get it, but work with me. His heart is closed. It actually reminded me of Wicked and the whole thing with the bad lady witch that got hurt so many times. But this is the truth of the matter, that when we are hurt and that hurt becomes part of our identity, it corrupts the greatness of who we are. It twists the truth of who we are and we become the facts of what we've experienced. 
Let me tell you something. Facts, they may happen, but they are not the resounding truth many times. Actually, most of the time, they are what's happening. We are called to actually change what's happening, not be so invested in what's happened that it becomes us and we just recreate it. We just keep going with it and we procreate it and we multiply it. No, come on. We're more. We're more than that. So if you're finding your heart hasn't been open, there's the hurt there. Something happened and it's causing you to close up and you're feeling responsible to guard your heart so much you build a fortress. Listen, I'm a big advocate. You got to have the, everybody calls them boundaries. I call them allowances and limitations because I feel like it helps us understand, right? It's the difference between a screen door and a shut door. A screen door, you feel the air, you hear what's happening. You see the person on the other side, you understand the dynamics and the atmosphere, a closed door, you see nothing. You might hear some stuff. You can talk through a door. You might feel a breeze or a draft that comes in underneath it. You could probably touch the door and feel the heat or the cold on the other side, but you're not really experiencing, right? You've got so much of a blockade between you that you're not outside. With a screen door, you kind of feel like you are. A little bit of outsides coming inside, right? It gives you the opportunity to really ascertain Am I going out there today? <laughs> Is it snowing, raining, sunny? And do I need a bathing suit? Do I need a parka? What's happening? If we don't open the door, sometimes we don't know the answer to that. Of course we have our phones. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But you know what I'm saying, if we're going to actually engage. So a lot of people, what they do with boundaries is they shut the door. That's what they do. They don't, they don't have a screen door that gives them an opportunity to exchange. They just have a closed door and that door is closed. And so they isolate and they keep themselves quote unquote safe. I'm here to, to rattle that cage a little bit and tell you that's not actually what boundaries are for. Boundaries are actually supposed to help you establish the greatness of who you are in a way that you are able to exchange it with the greatness of others. It limits brokenness affecting you at a deeper, deeper level. And that's good. It's supposed to, it's supposed to help you understand what's healthy, what isn't healthy, what you can handle, what you can't, your limitations and allowances, what you're going to say yes to, what you're going to say no to. But the goal, the whole point is how do I create an environment that is so beautiful and so safe and yet full of risk because life is, and that's the only way we can live well is taking the risk, but I can get out there and I can exchange. How do I create that environment? That's an open heart. That's what we're talking about. Yes, my past had things that hurt me. Listen, my story is no different than yours. Maybe the details are different. But I've been through a lot of hurt people. I have protected myself. I have put myself out there. I have done the good things, done the bad things, had the bad things happen, had the good things happen, all the things. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I will tell you here a thousand percent, it's worth the risk. Hurt is going to happen. You cannot stay away from hurt. Hurt is impossible to avoid. And I will challenge you on this. If avoiding hurt is your only goal, you will do nothing but bring hurt back. 
what you focus on, you will recreate. You will set your situations up that hurt comes back. It's just like the girl with the daddy issues. She's going to end up dating the wrong men because the focus is wrong. She doesn't see herself in fulfillment on her own. She sees the need for somebody else to come in. And the men that are attracted to that want to control and manipulate. So she ends up in bad relationships all over the place, reinforcing her unlovableness and why she has daddy issues in the first place. Here's the truth of the matter. The truth of her is that she is dynamic. She's spectacular. She's worth everything. She's worth everything. And when she allows her heart to be open to that truth, guess what? Then she gets that fulfillment, especially when it's coming from heaven. She's getting that engagement. She's recognizing her greatness. And then who does she attract? Solid men, solid people that see her, even friendships. Instead of being in continual relationships that hurt her, she will start to attract the other ones because she's worth it and she knows it. So I'm challenging you today to ask yourself, is my heart open? Be real. Ask yourself, look into it, journal if you need to, talk to a friend, get some input, find out how are you doing? Are you closing yourself up or are you inviting who you are to infiltrate and be influenced in positive ways? Are you allowing beauty to happen and limiting negativity? Awesome. If you are finding at the end of this investigation into your heart that you have closed yourself down, that hurt does call the shots, then I invite you to be real. I invite you to look at that. I invite you to think about it, ponder it, get to the root of it, become aware. We're going to talk a lot about awareness throughout this podcast because that is a huge thing. You got to give yourself the possibility to face the fear and really look it in the eyes and let love conquer it. So with this, I invite you, ask, is my heart open? Am I living? Am I protecting? And what am I protecting? Am I being owned by something fabulous or am I being owned by something fearful? And then investigate it and find out where you wanna go and what you wanna do and take baby steps. I'm not asking you to jump off a cliff today. I'm just asking you to take a baby step. Maybe there's somebody at work that kind of rubs you the wrong way. And so you protect yourself because you figure, I just don't want to be irritated. They're going to say a mean thing, or they're going to do a mean thing. How about if you just decide, you know what? I'm pretty great. And even if they said something that really wasn't very kind, I'm going to instead with compassion, think, wow, their insecurity needs to cut me down. That sucks for them. And I'm okay. And you can smile and walk away. Or you can say, hey, that was kind of mean. (laughs) Whatever you feel you need to say. But at the end of the day, locking yourself up and just keeping yourself small, nobody wins. Because you're awesome. You're amazing. You're on purpose. And I'm excited to have you engage with what we're doing. So that's the question of the day, folks. Is my heart open? We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.